Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're on Team Human. This is a preview of this week's bonus content, a conversation I had with Ken Goffman, also known as Are You Serious? The founding editor of High Frontiers, Reality Hackers, and Mondo 2000 magazine. And this was in 1993 when I was doing research for my book, Media Virus. You can hear the whole thing by becoming a member of Team Human. Just go to teamhuman.fm and click on support. Here's your sneak peek. You start with, say, High Frontiers, whichever. Um, and you decide, okay, I want this to be a meme conduit, a, birth, a birthplace for all sorts of new, great memes. What criteria did you use to decide if a meme was worthy of print or not? It's, it's entirely intuitive, actually. Um, certainly, back in High Frontiers, the tendency was to want stuff to be relatively upbeat at that point in time. Um, this was tame on the hills. I mean, really, I mean, literally the idea of coming out to California to create a new meme is something that I got on a trip in 1980. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the neo-psychedelic wave. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I'm going to push this idea that, that the, there's a new wave that associates with uh, you know the speed of media and new technology and psychedelic consciousness and uh, anti-authoritarianism. Hmm. You know, I like to wrote myself a list of the memes that were going to be projected and started doing it with High Frontiers in a uh, very... I definitely, you know, with, with High Frontiers, we, we had a strong inclination to make things upbeat. Um, you know, and... and uh, uh, I would go out of my way to reject stuff that was uh, technophobic or uh, exceedingly paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, with Mondo, Mondo's become more of a reflection of the pop culture, mass culture, punk, all those influences, and I think it balances very dark visions uh, with with you know the, the more hopeful stuff. 
Um, and I think that's good because it's really effective, and I think it's really very realistic. And I think that you know the, the near future is more like a, a neuromancer than like you know a, a Timothy Leary, Robert Anton Wilson, mm -hmm. um, utopian fantasy. Um, and so I think it's important to, to reflect it honestly. It you know. Uh, and it, it uh, represents a change in my own point of view about how things are, are happening you know, and how things do happen. And I think, you know, definitely I think for Tim himself and, and in general, I think that, you know, uh, Gibson's work and Sterling and so forth, you know, kind of kind of hit us like a slap across the head. And it's mm. like, whoa, yeah, that's kind of what it's going to be like, mm. you know. Um, you know, and you can look at street culture and, you know, look at human behavior and all these things and see that there's going to be these kind of CDS uh -huh. things, you know. It's going to happen down at the bar and there's going to be prostitutes and people dealing genetics and weird forms of stimulants that, you know, people get hooked on and, you know, all that shit is going to, it's going to happen in, in, you know, ways that are, you know unpleasant uh, for a lot of individuals on a, you know, on a level of trying to live. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a much more integrated vision. It's almost like the Leary or Anton Wilson vision as the, some evil Illuminati. You know, they have a conspiracy on the one hand and utopia on the other. Yeah. And what Gibson, what Gibson does is sort of by bringing them together paints a real picture of reality. I don't think yeah. there is an isolated conspiracy anywhere. No. You know, and there won't be an isolated utopia either. So in a way, that's a healthy, it's a healthy way to see it. You know, the, the, are memes to you? Are memes a new thing? Media viruses and memes, or do these go? Are these really the same thing that were you know the gypsies would spread in their gossip in 17th sure. century I mean, Spain? It's just, it's just escalated. You know, it's just the the quantity of of memes. Right? You know, given media, given how many more human beings are connected one to the other, and how much more access to other information and ideas they have to filter through their own brains and come up with come and draw new conclusions, as compared to you know people who lived in tribes and farms and you know only dealt with, you know, the Bible and a few mm -hmm. books and, you know, uh, maybe went to see a play once or something like that and said, wow, hey, I've got a new idea. And slowly it moved out to, you know, a few hundred people in their neighborhood and like, wow, what an idea. It's just an idea, basically. It's a fancy way of saying idea. Mm -hmm. um, um, it is, but viruses. Yeah. It is, but ideas. It's usually, it, it seems to me, memes are ideas, sometimes with a purpose, and when they become media viruses, it's because they've been, they've found a, a protein shell of some sort. Something that, to attach it to, they explode. Mm -hmm. That explosion is a function of technology. I mean, it's really the same as you know the idea, the weird idea that Farmer Joe got back in you know 1800. You know, some weird twist on the Bible where he said, you know, you know, I think uh, the way I read it, you know, is everybody should have, you know, three wives and grow corn, you know, and, you know, ten people would agree with it, and, you know, this would be the 
logical extension of that would be, you know, everybody should take smart drugs and aphrodisiacs and get smarter and sexier. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, basically a few people getting inspired. It becomes a meme because technology acts as, as a carrier. So I think it's, I think it's a concept memes are, are linked to the, to the idea of, of technology. Makes us more of a one giant anthill in a way. Bang, something goes out. Right. It's everywhere at once. Yeah, I mean, what basically the book is, is, I mean, not that this is new, but basically saying that the data sphere itself is the hardwiring of the Gaian mind. Yeah. And now, and now an idea pops up somewhere and it can iterate throughout the system in, exactly. in seconds. Yeah. Of course, people take it in at different levels and there's still language differences and so many experiential differences and so forth. That you know, and it's like people carry the meme without knowing knowing it. You know, it's like they're down in uh, some tribe in Africa. Somebody is wearing a uh, Mega Death T-shirt. I'm sure they are. And you know, <laughs> that was your sneak peek of my 1993 conversation with Are You Serious? If you want to hear the whole thing, as well as other conversations from the vault with friends like Harvey Picard, Joanna Harcourt-Smith, Timothy Leary, you can join Team Human by going to teamhuman.fm and clicking on support. In addition to full access to all this bonus content, you'll be invited to live events, our Discord channel, and our Team Human audio salons, like the one coming up next week with Sarah Pesson. See you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.